0: Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail, and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. I wanted to share something with you that I felt like some of you are missing this piece in your business. And it could be that, you know, a variety of reasons. It could be a variety of reasons why you're missing this, but I wanted to tell you guys a story. So, um, You know, I'm sure many of you have heard the phrase, the fortune is in the follow-up, right? Well, uh, I wanna take you guys back to me getting my very first job (laughs) in retail and kind of outside of, um, you know, outside of like my mom was a principal, so I was able to like work at the school when I was like 15, you know, with the after school program. Um, And then I was like babysitting, but I was very, very active in sports. And so I never really got a job in high school other than that. I was like babysitting all the time. And, um, you know, my parents just viewed athletics and my grades as the priority, right? And so if I wanted money, like they would pay me and reward me based on those things. And so my first time getting a job outside of that was the summer before I went to college. And my best friend, Brittany, (laughs) got a job at Victoria's Secret. And I mean, who doesn't love... Number one, like the thought of free Victoria's Secret bras and also getting to hang out with their best friend at the mall while making money, right? I mean, I, it was like the perfect thing. Like I was like, oh my gosh, yes, like that is the job I want. And so she had gotten this job and she was like, it's so great, we get a discount, all of this stuff, whatever. So I was like, cool. So I go up there and I apply. She was like, "Look, you know, we're just wear all black, blah blah blah." Apply in person. So I apply. I go in person. I apply for the job. I fill out the application. I ask if the manager's there, and they're like, "She's not here. Whatever. We'll let you know." Right? I heard the "we'll let you know" phrase. So I was like, "Okay." So I waited like a couple of days, and then I was like. You know, I had never been through this before. So I was like, how many days do I wait? Like, when will they let me know? So I'm like pestering Brittany. I'm like, hey, has the manager said anything about me? Or like, can you say something to the manager? But of course, she was the new kid on the block. So she was like, I don't know. Like, I'll say something. But, you know, I don't want to (laughs) like get on anyone's nerves. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, I get it. I get it. So then I thought my mom and dad were like, just go back up there. Just go up there and ask to speak to the manager. And I was like, well, what do I say? And they were like, well, tell them what you want. (laughs) And I was like, uh, okay. So anyway, long story short, I was like, okay. So I like rehearsed it with my mom. I was like, I'm gonna be confident. I'm gonna go back in there and I'm gonna ask to speak the manager. And so I drive up to Hickory Hollow, which if you live in Tennessee, you're, and you know, especially in this um, near Nashville, if you hear Hickory Hollow, you're like, what? Yes. I am that old that I worked at the mall that was like, now the ghetto dump, okay? But anyway, so I drove down to Hickory Hollow and I go in and I'm like, hey, can I speak to the manager? My name is Becky Baxter and I submitted an application and they were like, "Um, oh, she's not here. And I was like, dang it, you know, like this is so frustrating. So I was like, can you please let her know that I stopped by and that I would be calling to see when she would be available? And so they were like, okay, cool. We'll let her know. Okay. So I didn't get a call back and I, the next day I called up there and I asked when she was going to be there or if the manager was there. I didn't ask to speak to her. I asked if she was there and they were like, yes, she's available. So I was like, okay, cool. So I come down the very next day. I come down and I asked to speak to the manager, and she. So this was the third time I had gone in to Victoria's Secret in person, okay. And I had called like multiple times at this point, okay. It's probably been like a two-week span, like a one or two-week span. Um, and she's basically like, "Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. Like I got you know the application or what you know we've got had quite a few applications and all this kind of stuff." Long story short. I was literally like, well, here's the deal. I don't have much left of the summer and I'm going to college in August and out of state. So I was just looking for a job that could provide me seasonal work hours. So, you know, around the times that you're busy, like Christmas and like holidays, I'll be home and I can work those hours, but I also would like some income this summer. And um, so I was looking for, you know, a part-time job or really however many hours you want me to work, like I'm happy to do that. And she was like, okay. Um, She was like, yeah, we have all these applications. And I was like, well, I would really like to be considered because my friend Brittany is already working here. And she was like telling me about the work environment. And, you know, I just like pled my, you know, I was like, I'm a hard worker. I played sports in high school. I'm willing to like, you know, get here on time and all this kind of stuff. I think that you should consider me for the job. And she said, you know what? I think you've got me sold. And I was like. Okay, you know. And so she said, listen, um, I have to do a formal interview and I have to also consider other candidates. And I was like, I understand. And she said, but consider yourself a Victoria's Secret Associate. And I was like, yes, I was so proud of myself, right? So get all you know pumped up. So my point is some of you guys are messaging people and you are sharing the business and maybe someone is sharing something and they're saying, you know what, like, this is not for me or they're not responding, right? They're not responding to you and you feel like, you know what, like, I just sent them a message. They probably think I'm an idiot. They, you know, I must've said too much about my company. I word vomited all over them or maybe this business model isn't meant for me and you have so much head trash all because maybe someone didn't respond Or because maybe, you know, they got busy and this, I even do this, you guys. I do this. I open, life is busy. Everyone is busy. I open a message and I'm like, oh, I'm going to respond. And then my kid like pukes or my, you know, my dogs like flip my phone upside down. And then I'm like, forget I was even reading a message, right? You know, life happens. And I think, and yes, you are exactly right, Bev. There's also a lot of power about like in person, right? Or people hearing your voice or your, you know, visual, right? Like even you guys watching this can probably, you're taking more away from it than if you had just read about it, right? Like me reading or, I mean, typing out like what happened. Um, And so, yes, I think there is so much power in showing up consistently following up consistently and not being afraid to look stupid. I had no idea what I was doing. Like my parents were just like, you just need to go in there. And I was like, but they didn't call me. Like, is that, isn't that that rude? And they were like, I don't know. It's not rude, it shows initiative, you know? And I was like, okay. And the funny thing is, I did this with my teaching job as well. This was back before, okay? I got my teaching job in, um, let's see, what year did I graduate? I can't even think right now. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what year was that? Two thousand nine. I got my teaching job in two thousand nine. And I had gone to probably four or five interviews that summer and I was getting really discouraged. Like I was getting really frustrated because I was like, no one is gonna give me a job. Like there was literally like seven jobs available in the county for like the grade levels that I wanted. Now, of course, there's like 250. It's kind of sad. So, if you're a teacher, like, thank you for still continuing to educate our children. But um, there was like seven that I was qualified, my degree was around, and that I actually wanted to do. And I, my mom was like, "You got to go up to that school. Like, you got to put yourself in front of that principal as much as you can." I went up to that school probably four times to the one that I knew I wanted because there was a two kindergarten positions opening at that school, so I knew I had a better chance, and also, um, I had heard good things about it, you know, from like working with that principal, and anyway, that doesn't matter, and so I like went up there, and like one time she was like, oh yeah, um, you know, I just saw your resume, you know, whatever, like come across my desk, and I just haven't had a chance to look at it, and I was like, well, I just wanted to introduce myself in person, and blah, 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 right? So my point is, and I went up there two other times, my point is, the fortune's in the follow-up, you guys, If you do not have a method in your business, whether it's for your customers, whether it's for developing leaders, but especially with recruiting, you guys, this is what we teach inside of Multiply, okay? For all of our Multiply clients, you know this, we are like, you need to track everything, okay? Because, by nature, we're human. We're going to forget. We're, we're going to be like, I mean, I can even now, even to this day, I'm sure there are people that I am like, oh, I completely forgot about that person. They would have been so good and I like, they were interested and I never like reached back out, right? And you don't want that. The worst thing too is for you, like I know actually Laura's on here, but she talked about how someone on her team or someone that she knew went to conference and saw a friend of theirs there and they were like, I didn't know you were a consultant. And the friend was like, Well, you never asked me. Right? And so I think so many people are missing out on good quality leads and like potential business builders because they're afraid of how it's going to come across if they continually fall up. And so I just want to leave with one final tip. If you were afraid, like, but how many times, right? Like, and this is something like, if you're ready to start really truly building your business, you need to be inside and multiply. Like that is, that is what we do is we help people find business builders. Um, but I think, you know, If you are kind of at that place where you're just like, I don't want to be that person, you know, like I don't want to like message them too many times. One final tip I have is you have to be okay and you have to give people permission to say no. And that's hard. But if you are coming from a place of desperation, you will only attract desperate people. Right, And that's not who we want. We don't wanna be working a business with people who are de- desperate and like grass is greener on the other side, like I'd rather go get a part-time job at Target. Nothing's wrong with Target, I love Target, but you get what I'm saying, right? We want people who really see the vision, right? And so I think what I have always done and taught my team to do, when you are having a conversation and you are like, let's just say, I'm, I had this one girl, Sarah, I used her as an example. Um, I had sent her a couple of messages because she had shared with me, like, hey, I'm interested, whatever. I'd sent her messages, et cetera, et cetera, conversation, now's not the time, back and forth throughout two years. And so I would message her when there was like a promotion, you know, I'd be like, hey, you know, it's $27 or I don't even know what it was. But like, you know, there would be like a promotion, whatever. And sometimes she wouldn't respond. And so I would be like, oh, I don't want to like annoy her. So this was before voice clips became like a big thing, okay? But I would message her and I would say, um, "Hey Sarah, you know what? I do not at all want you to think that I am harassing you or getting on your nerves. Or you know what? If if things have changed and you're just really not interested anymore, I just want you to you know to know that like it's okay for you to tell me. Like I'm totally cool with it. I want to just make sure though that I am." you know, continuing to follow up and check in with you so that when the time is right and when you are truly ready and need what what I have to offer that, you know, I'm here for it. And she was so like, oh my gosh, no, like, I'm so sorry, I'm not responding. And I was like, no, it's fine. I just, you know, I don't want you to think I'm trying to like pester you. I'm just trying to keep you at the, you know, just make sure I'm following up, right? And she was so like gracious about it guys, she went on to sign up with me probably six months after that message that I sent. She was like, please keep asking. And then she became a fast track director, which means she was a leader with me and promoted very quickly um, um, in my organization. And so I say all that to say, I think sometimes we have to be okay with being patient with people in the season that they're in. They're really, truly not ready. Um, and maybe even they see your message and they're just like, gosh, I wish I could do something like this, but my, my mental or emotional or physical bandwidth is like so little. I can't even take on one more thing. And, but who knows, right? Like three months later when you reach back out, but if you don't reach back out and you don't have a system for follow up, all of those leads are going to fall through the cracks and they're going to fall into someone else's lap. Meaning they're going to sign up with someone else. They're going to do the other side hustle. Okay, and we don't want that to happen to you. So, I hope this was helpful. It sounds like it is, several of you guys, it really resonated with you, but um, I just thought it was so funny because I think about how my desire for like working at Victoria's Secret and like being with my best friend all summer before we both went to different colleges and like getting free bras. And you know what? Because of that and my integrity while I was working there, I went on to my entire career in college. Every time I came home for a break, they gave me hours. So if I wanted like, they were like, hey, how many hours do you want? And they would even, they even moved me to another store so that I could get those hours. And so I think the fact is they didn't view it as annoying. They saw it as ambitious. And I think that's the same thing. If you are confident about what you have to offer, you have got to be willing to follow up. Okay, that is a huge part of this industry. And if you are not doing it and you need support, you need to get inside Multiply 2.0. But anyway, so I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And as always, we're cheering you on and we want you to have support and we want you to grow. And this industry can truly, truly bless your life if you're willing to lean into it and leverage what the compensation plan has to offer. So bye guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.